The internet's like a great big rabbit hole. So much to discover and ways to shape your future based on what you find. If you want the best mobile data plan to explore with, Vodafone X has you covered. Unlock your potential with unlimited data on Ireland's best mobile network to discover new paths in all directions. To see everything that's included, dive in at VodafoneX.ie and discover you. Offer includes unlimited data. Maximum speed 10 megabits per second. Best in test for voice and data based on Umlaut test results February 2020. See Vodafone.ie for full terms. Good evening everybody, Friday rolls around once again in the big calendar roll thing that happens I've never had a rolly calendar You set it off from the top of the hill and it spins around and every so often it lands on a Friday About one in seven Hmm. That seems to be it seems to be a very stable number. I mean... But we never know when it's going to happen. No. I'm not no. even sure if this is a metaphor. <laughs> Fridays happen pretty regularly, Gina. Not in my world, they don't. I've had like three or four Friday nights in my life. It's <laughs> good to know. Yeah. Hello, I have returned. And back. Andy, back from that subsequent ASIO mission or wherever you sent me. <laughs> Actually, we just said you weren't here. We were very harsh-harsh. Ah, yes. Don't tell them anything. Last time. That's very good. I've been quite busy. Doing what, Andy? Ferrying people back and forth from one place to another. And Andy's a Sherpa. (laughs) (laughs) Ah, yes, of course. That's right. I translate them. Typical (laughs) Andy. I translate them in in three dimensions X, Y, and Z. Technically, four dimensions. Did you say Z, not Z? Now, people have picked me up on this <laughs> before, and I've, I have never really noticed the distinction. Yeah, Z. I okay. A, B, C, D. When I say it at the beginning of a word, I will say Z, because my name begins with Z, so Z-A-N-E. If uh. it's at the end of the word, I'll say Z. Hmm. See, when I spell my name, I spell it S-Z-O-S-L-E-R. Yeah. Because yeah. If, if I'm spelling trapeze, it would be T-R-A-P-E-Z-E. Oh, really? Yeah. Mm. I say it because my last name ends with Z, but I say S-C-H-W-A-R-T-Z. I don't have a Z in my name. (laughs) Why not, Well, get out of here, Alex. You do do have an X, which is pretty good. Close, but that's why you're not a host. Yeah. (laughs) That's how it goes. I'm sorry. Just missed the mark. (laughs) Welcome, everybody. You are Hearing Voices on This Glass of Wine, a podcast. I am Andy Schossler. To my left... Zane C. Weber. To his left. It's me, it's Gina Schwartz. How's it going? Hey, Gina. Hey. Oh, that sounds so awful. <laughs> okay, rude. That's how I used to talk. <laughs> <laughs> and, and that's why we're friends <laughs> now yeah. and not then. <laughs> and to her left, special return guest. It may as well cat. be permanent. <laughs> <laughs> Hello. Uh, me, Alex Smith. Hello. Alex Smith. Your man, Alex Smith, is back again. That's me. Would you become more interesting if you spelt Smith with a Z? Ooh. Uh, like How would that work? Smith? Yeah. No, you'd still pronounce it Smith. You uh, just... I think if I did that... People would say the traditional spelling and you would say... No. I think I'd be the guy at the party that talks about his name. So I think I'd become less <laughs> interested. I'd just be like, it's actually with a Z. Yes. Everyone would be like, ah. <laughs> After a cheeky Chardonnay, I slip a Y yeah. in. Oh, God. <laughs> I sneak a Y in. Yeah. Now, if you're unfamiliar with this show, we. One moment, Andy. Let me stop you right there. There has been a technicality. I have a clarification to make. Oh. What? Oh. Last week, I did not know. 
where the quote your man my man oh. our man oh. came from and it was ruby rod from fifth element when does he say that when he's talking to bruce willis and he has to kind of fill time and he's like your man yeah you know he's he does it all sexy like into the microphone he's a here's your man my man our man corbin dallas so god that- i gotta watch that again i Fucking love the it's fifth a great movie. I love it. You should incorporate that into your show somehow. I I just assumed it was a thing that people did because a lot of people do it when they when they say my name and I'm like oh, I guess it's just a thing that also, people do. <laughs> Alex Smith. Uh, they say really? he's your man. He's my man. He's everybody's man. It's your man, Alex Smith. Oh okay. And I, I figured because your man, Alex Smith, makes sense as someone say talking about me to someone else. Mm. But when someone is like announcing me, it's usually people announcing me to a crowd. They'll be like, rather than being like, it's your man, Alex Smith, which still makes sense. But if, you know, like people just seem to trip up on like the semantics of it. And so usually to get around it, they'll be like, I'll make a joke about it. He's your man, my man, our man, your man, Alex Smith. It's just so much more dramatic to go, it's this and it's this. (laughs) No, it's this guy over here. It's your man, it's my man. It's the the first one, it's your man, (laughs) Alex Smith. I enjoy it. I enjoy having a thing that people do. It's nice. Makes you feel special. As it should. Thank you. Rolls off the tongue very nicely. Your <laughs> man, Alex Smith. If you search Alex Smith musician, you just get a <laughs> bunch of random people <laughs> who didn't have the, the foresight to have some search engine optimization. But you search for your man, Alex Smith. Yeah, I'm the only one. And you get the footballer in America when he's done something. That's exactly why I have a C in my name. Hey. Or Is you, Zane Webber very popular? No, but there are other Zane Webbers. There are no other Zane C Webbers at the moment. Ooh. On Google, at least. <laughs> Does uh, the C stand for classy? It stands for Christian. <laughs> Ooh. Which is wrong. <laughs> but, uh, you know. Andy, you were, you're going to introduce the show before I interrupted you and sidetracked everyone with my fifth element chat. No, that's all right. This is, it's, it's a worthy interruption. Mm, I enjoyed I it because it was about <laughs> me. <laughs> Actually, I um I do another podcast, uh, second take, a film review mm. podcast, oh. and I was they recently reviewed Scream Three, mm. uh, at time of recording that's uh, that's available, and I was quite surprised at how many times they referenced me in that I wasn't able to make the the, the <laughs> recording. But my goodness, that was that was a crutch they relied on to get through that episode. I mean, <laughs> is it because it's such a classy, great? Critically acclaimed movie. I think that may have almost everything to do with it. <laughs> I'm making your theme tune. Oh, terrific. Yeah, unless that was a Second surprise, take. in which case, no, I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> Forget anything I, I mentioned Oops. about singing in songs. In fact, I'm giving up the instrument. Yeah. Never... <laughs> your man, Malik Schmite. <laughs> Malik Schmite, your evil twin. <laughs> <laughs> the nemesis. <laughs> So if you are unfamiliar with our show, Glass of Wine, what we do is we, uh, very much like this, sit around and talk and chatter, but in amongst that we interlace it with some wine. We sample uh, a lovely a lovely bottle that is sent to us by our good friends at Good Pair Days. Good Pair Days. They're a wine subscription oh. service. Check them out online. Uh, take the palette quiz. They will send you all sorts of recommendations. It is fun. I use it as well, and I can't recommend them more than 
Uh, you are right now. Absolutely, yes. That's <laughs> and <laughs> I lost my train of thought. You <laughs> might have missed out, but if there's any left over, they're... Oh, Advent. They're, uh, the Advent yes. boxes. Have we bought one? I may have. <laughs> Ooh, and maybe you may I not haven't. have. Okay. You'll have to wait and see. <laughs> for the Christmas episode. <laughs> Where we will drink all 12. <laughs> <laughs> for in the space of 45 minutes. <laughs> oh. Well, they send you they send you some delightful wines. Um, even their even their cheapest price point, um, I've I've never had a bad one of uh, of theirs. Yeah, they, absolutely. They really are remarkable as wine service. And such a great international variety as well. Oh yes. This week, however, we are staying local. They have sent us a Shiraz uh, called the Hedonist from McLaren Vale. Have we had this one in before? Australia. There's something very familiar about it. I think I may have just seen the label before. Yeah, it's a very distinctive label with a kind of a lithograph pig. Mm. Which is exactly what would entice me into buying it <laughs> if I saw it on the on, on the shelf. It's a very cheeky Love label. a good lithograph wine label. Lithograph? Mm. For those of us at home who don't know. <laughs> uh, it's, it's kind of the old style printing where you would Ooh. engrave something on wood and then press it. Nice. Yeah. I mean, I knew. I just wanted you know, to know. <laughs> I know the audience didn't know. Fair, good call. So have a have a little sample, have a have a smell. Don't tell me what, what to do. <laughs> but I'll do it. I'm just trying to fill time while I tell you about good pair days. <laughs> <laughs> tell us more. <laughs> and the offer they uh, they have uh, at, at at checkout plug in our um, promo code glass of wine. It's wine with an H uh, for twenty five dollars off your first order. And if you are so bold, chuck on a fourth bottle onto your order. They will deliver you the lot. For free. Chuck it on. No delivery. Chuck it on. Just yeet it on there. And you can pause at any time. Like you, you don't have to. It's not a commitment. Any, any not like children. <laughs> okay. <laughs> now, Gina, I didn't bring it up. Okay. No, I just thought it was. It was a little funny, funny. <laughs> so, what do you what do you think of this? I think very. This, it's quite nice. It's it's a little. Um, it's very fruity. Little, yeah, it, but also it's quite uh, quite tanniny as well. Can I tell you where I'm drinking this? You want to yeah. skip right ahead? It was very visceral in my mind. All right. This is, games have rules, Gina. You can't, just, you can't just skip to your favourite part. Not on my show. <laughs> <laughs> this is only my show. Um, so we're going to come back, but I want to just say I'm drinking this. I took my first sip and I was like, you know what? This is either – this is probably – a second date and we're in like this we're in a bar slash restaurant that is exclusive it's not too expensive but not too many people know about it so it's dimly lit the food is great and he's just like put he's like oh you got to try this And and he's put something on a fork and he's fed it to me and he bought me this glass of wine I mean this bottle of wine sorry she said the name of the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> and we're just having the best time. And I'm like, this is a man that's really awesome. And then we have this passionate kiss. And then I never hear from him again. Aww. But it's not a bad thing. It's kind of like he was in town because he's a millionaire for work and now he has to go yes, over his and work <laughs> is being a millionaire <laughs> whatever it is and so you know he lives overseas or he lives far away so it was kind of like we happened upon each other and we went on these two magnificent dates and then we just fell apart but there's no animosity or like anger it's just kind of like we had two great dates and remember that 
wine he bought. I do remember that wine he bought. While you're doing that over in the other corner, yeah. I've got a group of friends who are avoiding the party by playing poker and smoking cigars yeah. and drinking this wine. Hmm. Yeah, it's good. And we're kind of like, you know, in like one of those like recessed living rooms that kind of like the, you have to step down and then you sit and you're kind of at floor level. Now with that's the table classy. And, yeah. That's classy. That's 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 Ron Burgundy levels of class right there. That's how you know you've made it. Yeah, and I'm so I'm playing poker and drinking this wine. <laughs> this podcast would be good for writers, I think. Especially <laughs> wine is good for writers. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what did um old Maddie Butler say? Um, it was a quote he said from a famous author. He said, "Write drunk, edit sober." That's good advice. It's credited and, to Hemingway, but it Hemingway. is incorrectly credited to Hemingway. Oh. Yeah, where was it from? Do you I don't know. know. He, sa- I he can't said something. It. He did. Who listens to old Maddie? <laughs> we do. <laughs> it's true. Old Quite Maddie, often. if you're listening, we love you. Tell us what the quote is. <clears throat> this wine is what I imagine that uh, emperors and kings of old would be drinking. It's quite a it's quite a robust red wine. Like it's Isn't not it? it's not harsh, but it is Full of flavour. It's, it's strong. Like it's a little bit leathery. It sits um, in the mouth very, yeah. very, you know, pleasantly. It it fills your entire. It's it lingers on on the tongue very pleasantly. It's delightful. It's but not, it's not harsh like no. Shiraz's tend tend to be. It's not spicy, but it's got a nice kick of something strong. You know what I mean? It's remarkable. Yeah. So. This is a time-travelling wine. If you like your heavy wine, time-travelling wine. Yes, when I invent time travel, I'll take a bottle of this with me. <laughs> All right, and enjoy it. That's where I'm drinking it in my DeLorean. <laughs> <laughs> if you are. see when you said time, <laughs> when you said time machine, I didn't think DeLorean. I thought like old-timey horse-drawn carriage. I don't know um, why my mind went there, rather than just like a box with circuit boards all over but it. Interesting that you still went with a vehicle and not yeah. like a telephone box or something. Mm. Hmm. Uh, time travels have been uh, time time machines rather have been all sorts of crazy things. Yeah, like, has anybody ever created a time machine spoon? <laughs> like you go to eat your ice cream and you oh no, it's my time traveling spoon. I mean, there was you, there was <laughs> time travel refrigerators. What? Whatever they were in in Primer. Is that what they were? They they like had to put so, themselves yeah. in the like these these boxes. Ba- Back yeah. to the Future's original. Uh, uh, mechanism was was going to be a fridge. Mm. They were scared that kids were going to climb in and suffocate. That's exactly right. And they did. Natural. Regardless <laughs> of the movie. <laughs> Where are you drinking this, Alex? Uh, if you can uh, tolerate my insane ramblings, yes. St- <laughs> stick with me because this one surprised even me. Okay. Uh, I'm thinking season two Buffy. I'm a Ooh. vampire. Okay. I'm in the warehouse. Okay. And there's like a big robot thing and I've tried to attack it with my teeth and I got a mouthful of oil. And this That's that's what I'm thinking. Now okay. I, it sounds ridiculous, but drink it with your eyes closed and you're right there with me. Okay. <laughs> I, I can't remember the robot. Um I can remember the vampires in the warehouse. Nice. The robot's my OC. If you if you look for Buffy. I mean technically there's uh iRobot Eugene from season two. Yeah, sure. Season two is more of the aesthetic. I've had a lot better where am I drinking this ones, but this one this, was the most honest I think this definitely from my brings heart. a lot of like the bronze vibes. Right? Yeah, I think you could definitely be drinking this at, at that nightclub, that underage nightclub, I wanna say. Because they're all like <laughs> Oh, High yeah. school kids, but they go there. Did they? Um, were, they were they sneaking in? Was that the thing? I don't know, they were like all the high school kids were there. Yeah, 
like all the time. Like that's where they went. Maybe it was like an all ages venue. Mm. I never Buffy. watched Buffy. What? That oh, surprises me. The music really? really surprises me. Oh. I mean, I think now watching it, it's not quite as groundbreaking as it was at the time. Back then. I don't think I like Sarah Michelle Parker. Is that her name? Gella. 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 Sarah Jessica Parker. Yeah. True. Or Peter Parker. Peter Parker. That's what I was thinking of. No, it wasn't. I was thinking of... Um, or Sam Parker. Sarah Kinson. Jessica Parker. Hmm. Wait, was that her name? Yes. Yeah. She was Jessica Parker. Yep. She was from, from Sex, Sex and the City. City. Yeah, okay. That's, yeah. Got and Matthew Broderick's up. wife. Oh, Matthew what? Broderick killed two people in Ireland and no one wants to talk about it. Oh, I, I have <laughs> a... Except, except for everyone who wants to talk about <laughs> yeah. it. Yeah. My friend makes sure that we know about it all yeah. the time. Yeah. <laughs> My friend, like every couple of months, he posts like a meme. It'll be like something harmless. It'll be like, don't you love it when sunflowers do this? And Matthew Broderick, <laughs> you know, killed two people in Ireland. Fuck. It's true. <laughs> are we playing a game, Andy? Yeah, we are. I'm going to <laughs> open up to the floor as to which game we're playing. Is it the vintage game? Monopoly? Or the, or the food <laughs> pairing Monopoly. game? Food pairing, because I think I saw the, the year. Mm. Excellent. I, <laughs> I think I saw the year <laughs> as I look at it and <laughs> point at it. Is that the year? Who can say? Actually, it's, it's surprising to learn that f- for a, for a full-tasting... Shiraz like it's quite this. young. It's, it's quite 2017. Young. Yeah, 2017. And the notes. What rec- a good year. And the notes recommend um, <laughs> recommended as ready to drink, but for cellaring up to seven years. Oh, hello. Ooh. So this might be so quite uh, nice in 2025. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we opened it, so I can't, I can't wait. Would you? <laughs> let's get a <laughs> second one and keep it. Yeah. <laughs> All right. What are you? What are you pairing this with? How would? How would you eat? I'm thinking alongside this wine. I'm thinking pasta and oysters. Mm, interesting. <laughs> I don't know why. Really? I'm going out there. Jem was have right a, that one time. Have another sip and tell me if you feel oh, like oysters. Okay, fine. No, no, I'm not questioning you. I'm just asking you to confirm because it's a bizarre choice. This is something garlicky. This is probably pasta, Italian. Okay. I don't actually enjoy oysters. I don't like anything that you can't chew. You can chew oysters. You can chew oysters. It's People just t- horrific. <laughs> People tell you not to. But yeah, I just because it's it. horrific. See, What's that, the point? That implies to me that you shouldn't be eating it. Exactly. If you wholeheartedly agree, Alex, that's what I meant. <laughs> if you do the things that you do when you eat this, you're going to have a bad time. So just like try to eat it, but like not really. You just, yeah, you're just meant like, to swallow it whole. So what's the point? Are you even tasting it? Yes, it tastes like slimy, salty gross it's, not it's briny yeah. if you've had caviar it's quite a similar caviar similar. also, also gross. gross I don't know yeah, caviar's not that bad it's it's nice with uh, in the I right context <laughs> caviar my taste every morning really hits the spot you know yeah. just yeah. a little bit you know not enough to be bougie or anything caviar, caviar and Vegemite on toast absolutely <laughs> Colonel Mustard yeah. that was not Colonel Mustard it was close it was close he was British so we have so we have pasta we have of garlicky dishes and yeah something and yeah Italian I I probably pasta maybe bolognese okay. or a okay. marinara what about okay. what do you think pizza maybe Alex I, I'd probably make a nice share house spag bowl with it oh <laughs> it's all, all, all pasta yeah this pasta. is remarkable kind all of, of you tomatoey I think yeah. like leathery yeah because yeah definitely something tomatoey yeah okay like I'd probably stay away from the, a creamy sauce this is remarkable. All we're of all you wrong? are incorrect. <laughs> yeah. Oh no, beef. Uh, yeah, it it it, it recommends uh, barbecue favorites, so homemade burgers, mm. sausages, ribs. But it says it 
would also pair really nicely with bean dishes, grilled eggplant, teriyaki vegetables, and stuffed mushrooms. Stuffed mushrooms I could get behind. That's kind of an Italian thing. I'm I'm, going to pay that one Maybe some good nachos. I think this this wine is too sophisticated for a burger. Mm. No, no, never. There's no no greater pleasure than digging into a greasy (laughs) burger with the mayonnaise and crap flowing down your... And just... Wine in the other hand. I am so on with the burgers, but <laughs> the duality of man. <laughs> <laughs> One thing absolutely. I I feel should be pointed out about this wine um, in the notes. It says that the uh, veteran winemaker Walter Clappis, alongside his daughter Kimberly and her partner James Cooter, are responsible for this wine, um, and they are heavily into biodynamics and good soil health. Awesome. Oh, good, good to know. No, no if, in in a soil, soil biology. So they've they've um, uh, basically tailored their their vineyard soil in this in this patch to to match this grape specifically. Just to and it, and it shows. I mean, if that's if that's the effort you need to go to 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 get this quality, it's uh, it's absolutely paying off for them because this is a remarkable wine. I mean, this could easily fetch you know 80 or 90 dollars at a restaurant and you would not be disappointed you would think oh yeah yeah, that's that sounds about right do you think that this podcast because it seems to have gotten pretty big pretty quick do you think that the (laughs) people uh who are sending in these wines associated with the company are like they're gonna review my wine and (gasps) now kimberly that'd be so cool if they did yeah (laughs) if any winemakers are listening and you have been featured uh, Please we would, email. Yeah, we'd be and delighted by email, to. I mean, <laughs> message us on Instagram. Start your own podcast and link us on. <laughs> and that's the only way we will listen to you. I, I do answer emails, so <laughs> I'm on the emails. What's our email, Zane? A glass of wine. Uh, gl- actually, no, glass of wine podcast at gmail.com. W H I N E. Yes, yes. Who had glass of wine at Gmail? What very specific person was like, this is my I email. I don't know, but somebody did. Got him first. Yep. I mean, you it's, it's an it's a easy pun to make, I think. No, you know how there was that, that not, not so much a craze, just very savvy people when the internet was becoming a thing and they went off and registered <laughs> all sorts, you know, registered pizzahut.com and things like that. Mm. And some of it paid off because people came back and said, hey, we actually need a website. You have the domain. Let's, you know... Uh, do it. Throw you some money and okay, I'll do it for like the know, guy who owns milk.com. Yep. He won't give it up. <laughs> <laughs> who Who is like, I need some milk, www.milk.com. Well, then there are people who know. just, who are not not bizarre, I would say eccentric and in a very, you know, yeah. creative way, who just, I mean, no, this I is my had, domain and yeah. I'm going to keep this. I think up. he had something to do with milk, but now. It's all his. <laughs> so I don't know, but popular turns of phrase and things. If you, you know, it costs nothing to register an email address, and there you go. It's mine. If you want it, you can pay for it. Or what's on milk.com? Let's <laughs> <laughs> like I, I should right Google. Now? Yes, I need to know. I need to know. Milk.com. While we're waiting for that, <laughs> shallst we complain, gentlemen? Shallst we shall. Shallst. <laughs> Welcome like that. to the Milk Communications Co-op. Communications and co-op spelt with K's. Main oh. contents. I, d- I don't like it already. Dan yeah. Fuzz's homepage. Mimu. Music demos and library. Barcode server. Dan's favourite recipe. This is just his... What is per- this about? This is just his personal <laughs> website where he's just like kind of like uploaded things for people to listen to and and. Is his name access. Milk? Is his last name Milk? Milk.com publication network. 
Does the universe exist? Question mark. No. Hourly kitten. What the fuck? Post ham. <laughs> Three dot points under milk.com publication network. Okay, he's brought me back. I'm interested. Yeah, but- <laughs> <laughs> so he's going to have a bit of a bump. Uh, <laughs> yes. And he was established in 1994. Wow. 1994? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Also, Damn. I found out from a guy at work, um, he was like, yeah, we were the first... Um, uh, school in Brisbane to receive computers in like 1984 mm-hmm. or something and I was yeah. like fuck me when were computers invented in the 70s because I my family I mean we're not the richest of people but we didn't get a computer until 2000 something well before Steve Jobs and um, Steve Wozniak made their first Macintosh machine typically um, a system at home would be you know the thing you have to type commands into um, another console, things like Atari and things like that. They were all kind of popular then as well. So you would stick in a cartridge and do the, and, and the program would run and you sort sort of execute it. They came along and sort of made it a bit more user friendly, a lot more user friendly, mm. and the popularity of the personal computer sort of took off then. I think that was the early seventies mm. when they when they came out with their with their first design. Well, I mean, we all know that the first computer was invented by Alan Turing. Actually, it was invented by Edward Computer. Uh, you're <laughs> wrong. <laughs> <laughs> all right, who's complaining? Someone complaining about something. Charles Babbage made uh, a mechanical like computer. <laughs> we all know you're wrong. <laughs> I, I have a complaint, but I don't know whether it makes me look bad. I mean, all my complaints make me Okay, look bad. I'm complaining that Alex doesn't want to complain. Honestly, Come on, he comes on a Alex. podcast specifically for complaining and then just like, oh, but my complaint <laughs> is bad. No, do it, do it, do this it, This is do a it. double episode. Um, all right, so I, so my podcast is bad. No, um, <laughs> my, my podcast is very much of the mindset of creating art is the reason for it and that all art is good art and that oh. creating for the sake of creating is important. And my, like, the, the flip side of that coin for me is that I get really angry <laughs> Same. when people just shit out art that they haven't worked hard on. And I don't know. I don't know. I don't know how to phrase it. But you know when people are someone like, just like, you know, here's a thing. And they'll be like, say I'm great for it, you know? But it's like... So do you mean people in the sense of just pushing out content? They're not, not caring about what they're putting out like i guess the similar kind of thing would be someone who decides one day to like start a let's play and their episodes okay. are three hours long what's a let's it, play it's uh it's a thing where so like, other people be, can watch you play yeah, games yeah so you play a video game and there'll be like a camera on you and you'll be like giving fun commentary often you'll be there with a friend and you'll be like oh yeah anyway so here's the thing conversations are getting a bit dead let's talk about an interesting story <laughs> but like the, usually it'll be people who are just kind of like turn on a camera for three hours and just kind of like just rant and like I, I think it's wanting the reward of putting in effort without putting in the effort okay. which frustrates me you know? Alex the wonderful thing about art is that the recipient is under no obligation to appreciate it. Well, that's the thing. That's exactly it. And Alex, I understand your complaint. (laughs) Right? But isn't it better that they're doing something rather than nothing? Sometimes no. (laughs) Well, no, no, no. no, I'm not talking talking about that, that any work has artistic merit. I'm saying isn't the fact that they have the impulse to create something 
in itself worthwhile for them as a person rather That's than true. simply consuming other people's products. But they're taking up valuable space on the internet, Zane. <laughs> valuable you, space <laughs> that they have paid for. <laughs> can, you, can you tell me why... Can you explain that a little bit more? Because in my opinion... I don't know. I'm so not the, <laughs> the kind of people that I, I have very little understanding of are the people that literally go to work, come home, eat dinner, watch TV, go to bed, get up, go to work, come home, eat dinner, watch TV, yeah. go to bed. And they don't, they don't have the urge to create something because literally if I'm not creating something, I'm, I feel a, a lack in myself. I, f- I think I understand. I think I've whittled down what it is and I can better articulate it. Okay. Mm. Because I, I definitely am of the mindset that to create is good. And I think that's why it kind of like grinds in me because I'm like, at least they're making something. I don't think it's so much... Because I think someone who like runs a shitty YouTube channel for a few years, I think that's like fine and good and like, dare I say noble. Because they're like, I, I want to create, <laughs> create something. I want to contribute to this world. Well, if you flick on a microphone and just talk at it for mm. for an hour, well, yeah. are you always creating something? Well, that's the that's the that's the other thing. I think the people who the kind of people who succeed at like YouTube are usually people who do it for ten years and they don't expect to make money because they're not doing it for the money. I think the people that grind my gears are the people who are like, I want to become a YouTube star, and then rather than ah, people who are taking a shortcut. Yeah, like taking or shortcuts. Or people who are doing it for the fame rather than for the product. Yeah, I see. So and they're so, yeah, so em- they, they emulating be, somebody popular. Yeah, mm-hmm. so they want to be YouTube famous rather than just mm-hmm. I want to make videos on YouTube. But like, they there's don't, nothing wrong with wanting to be famous. But like, they don't even do isn't there the the <laughs> like the basic like research. They don't say like oh, so like I should have decent lighting or like I should. Well, that's have how you filter through. Say, Who's going to make it and who and who doesn't? Yeah. Oh, I know. Like they're not going. To, it's just frustrating because it's like I think it's the mindset that people are like, I want this, and so rather than do any work to try to make what I'm putting <laughs> out good, I'm just going to do it and then I'll succeed. And that attitude frustrates me as someone who works very hard, you know, to well, see okay. people. You know, if, if if somebody does have that attitude and they do have a genuine desire to be famous mm. and they fail as a result of not putting in effort is that not the best lesson they could possibly have well usually like the people who fail and then are like oh i see what i've done wrong i need to improve they either they improve up. or they yeah, that's good. collapse and give up yeah but it's the people who do it and then quit because it's hard because but that's but that's also fine that's filtering out people who aren't prepared to put in an effort yeah. i see where you're coming from right and here's my opinion right. <laughs> which we all ask for i Not everyone is built to create creative things. Some people are built to go to work, come home and watch TV and do it all over again. And they're happy doing that because Mm, they might be really good at their, you know, office job or they might be really good, you know, talking to people. We need janitors and hotel concierges. I do not deny this. (laughs) We do, Andy. Also bus drivers. We need bus drivers. That's true. (laughs) We do like this. <laughs> some people are content in doing that, and if we didn't have those people, then us creative people would be making art for other creative people. 
you know, and if, if, if that was the case, we'd just see each other's art and go, I can do better. I'll step mm. it up. We oh, need- no. Oh, no. I don't want to do better. Uh, I don't, I don't want to. I don't want to compete with people with, with content. And- well, it's like, you know what I mean? Like sometimes you watch a piece of art or you see a piece of art or you listen mm. or whatever. You, you go, that's really great art, full stop. Yeah. Or sometimes you watch a piece of art or see a piece of art and you go, that's pretty good. But mm-hmm. I can add something to that. We need the normal people out there just to consume our art mm. so we can keep creating it. We need it. the normies. We need the normies, <laughs> but also we need the normies to know. I don't think you've ever sounded more condescending, Gina. <laughs> and it's unintentional. <laughs> I'm always condescending. I mean, I, I, I totally understand what, you, what you're saying. I think... I back it. I think the problem that we, we're kind of buzzing around is that the people that don't have the creative instinct who just want to have the end result of the creation just really add to all this white noise that creative people have to chop through and it's like unnecessary extra work because people who aren't there for the product are are making it difficult for people who are there for the product but that's the thing like i i I I would prefer that people were trying and failing than not trying at all I get very frustrated and I have a feeling you will agree with this, Alex. Mm. I get very, very annoyed by people who are not putting in an effort and then feel like they're entitled to some sort of fame. Oh, yeah. And, yeah. They, and then they blame their audience or, or yeah. you know, the, the public in general mm. for not appreciating what they've done. Yeah. Because, you know, like hey, Screech. somebody, yeah, like Screech with his sex tape. <laughs> like who? Screech, Screech from uh, Saved, Saved by, by the, the Bell. Bell. Legit. Oh. Yeah, he 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 produced a sex tape uh, a few years ago in a, in an effort to become relevant again. Do you mean the actor who played Screech? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, I, don't, I can't remember his actual What's name. Diamonds? Like, is it someone Diamond? <laughs> I was gonna say that's a weird episode of Saved by the Bell. <laughs> <laughs> no, he produced uh, a sex tape, but he cut it in such a way he like he actually hired. Um, porn actors mm-hmm. to... Oh, so he was the director. He wasn't in it. He was in it, oh. but it was never his body or genitals that you saw. Like, it was him taking you through, introducing like you to guy. the girls. And, and like, <laughs> he was talking with the girls or whatever. And then when the sex happened, it was just kind of no faces. Darren Brown. Yeah. Trickery. <laughs> <laughs> Swapped out. Like, he wanted some of that Kardashian... Um, Action. Oh uh-huh. God, I am. Um, I think also with I. S- what else do you call them? Normies. That sounds really bad, but that's casuals. Ca- <laughs> I, think, I, casuals. Think, I think they used to be called an audience. Yeah, I, I just think <laughs> in, in this case we, we, we yeah or an, an yeah. audience. Or I audience. just think people who aren't creative when they're like when they don't understand that it actually takes work and talent to do what creative people do and they go into youtube wherever they go and they go i can do this uh i can just do it on my phone i can sing i can act and they do it and they're not received with praise they go oh oh maybe it isn't as easy as i thought it was and Mm. maybe these people that i put down for years actually (laughs) have some talent but if platforms like youtube and vines and tiktok and all those have showed us anything it's that people in general are pretty damn creative and all they need is, you know, some accessible uh, forum mm. to uh, to d- display it. I you know? I think people are creative, but there's different categories. I mean, nobody nobody would describe themselves as being absent a sense of humour. No, 
not. You know, if you get a joke, even though some people definitely <laughs> are. <laughs> but Absolutely. If but your ability to tell jokes, I would think, is very much in sync with your ability to get jokes. Hmm. I know. I mean, everyone's creative in their own right. You don't necess- necessarily have to be in quotation marks creative and have to create art you can be creative with food you can be creative yeah. with childcare yeah, exactly like you right. can be creative in so many different ways it's just right. that normal people in quotation marks just sometimes don't give us professional creatives the praise or um weight recognition recognition thank you that we sometimes deserve they can't enjoy what they don't enjoy if you're not giving them what they oh no i know what you mean but it's kind of like it's uh, don't bite the hand that feeds you within Mm. you can't watch you know famous tv shows you can't go to the movies and like all this stuff and then kind of what they're saying with uh like when schools cut art budgets or whatever it's like okay you can do that but you go try spending a day without listening to any music or watching any tv or talking about film and then see how you feel or reading a book the arts in in your life or actually i don't, I, I don't think there's any more frightening than a, than a school government you know <laughs> sponsored art program this is art and this is what you will this is how you're creative mm. or you like know, in these specific ways and we will assess you and with these check marks mm. and anything outside of that is not creative and it's not art that's bullshit or go without a day without wearing bright colors or bright clothing just walk around in plain black and white and even then you're not allowed to have it form fitting <laughs> just wear a cloth because everything you consume around you was born by creatives yeah Yeah. okay i I might be i think i might be projecting because i spent a long time uh creating art with some people who were not putting in the (laughs) The same effort Ah, yeah the group project problems yeah and uh, i realized that uh i i saw some shows recently i don't want to say any details because i might give away what the shows were but uh 10 years ago i saw a show uh, <laughs> and the the gimmick was that they didn't put in any effort oh in the dear. show ah. and I was Classic. like fuck you for making me pay to see this <laughs> you yeah, know absolutely because it was like we didn't put any effort isn't that funny it's like what, no was it, was it just, just an $89 improv show is that is that what it was oh essentially I mean, but, <laughs> but even improv shows you rehearse and you practice and you hone that particular skill no yeah. virgin territory these are these are first time improvers <laughs> yeah, I think it's the attitude of just like my charm and charisma will be so captivating that it'll be worth uh. your money for an extended period of time and it's like I have better things to do with my time, you know, and then to feel like, you know, they've, they've spit yeah. in your face at the end of it as well to be like, and also you're the dingus for even watching this. It's like, <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> I have so much better things to do. But again, to clarify, my whole thing is that to create art is good. And it's uh, when you start, it's always going to be a bit shit. But like, if you want to make good art, then you well, that's will the thing. It takes practice. Better. And some people yeah. who are just like, I want to be YouTube famous. Yeah went on to hone that skill and become better at it. But, you know, there are a lot of people that don't become better at it and just kind of keep going because they've got nothing else to do. And, and I mean, that's the thing. I think a creative, a creative outlet in itself is valuable in my opinion. Anyway, even if I have to inadvertently consume it at some point and think poorly of it, it's still, (laughs) I would rather that they're doing something rather than nothing. Yeah. <laughs> All right. It's nice to have a choice of content. It is. Yeah. It's true. 
Okay, that's been it. This is it. This is the end. <laughs> well done, everybody. We Yoo. did it. Congrats. <laughs> Congratulations. Also, because we haven't mentioned it in a couple of weeks, we have an Instagram glass of wine with an H. We also have Facebook and Twitter. And so Twitter. look us up. Mm. Shout out to my mom, my dad, and my sister, and my niece, Sophie. I love you all. And we apologise for Gina Tapas last week. <laughs> I don't. I don't apologise for that at all. I feel that, I feel that you apologised to them last week. I feel like they... I've, I've always told them that I didn't want kids, but now they really know Okay, why. well, that's good. I mean, the honesty is a good place It wasn't a surprise. I wasn't like, I'll give you more grandchildren. They knew I didn't want them, but now they know specifically why I don't. Now you can look forward to that conversation at Christmas dinner. <laughs> you didn't really mean that, did you? No, my parents are fine. They've got three grandchildren. I'm, I'm out of it. Ah, They've had... The um, blessings of siblings. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> well, thank you once again, everybody. Thank you, Zane. Thank you very much, Andy. Thank you, Joyner. <laughs> thank you, Andy. <laughs> <laughs> and thank you, Alex. Thank you for having me. <laughs> I feel so dirty. Why? Because <laughs> you said my name. It's an awful accent. Oh. Andy. <laughs> Toy Story 5. <laughs> <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> Let's talk about X, baby. Ah, crappy relationships, the bane of our collective existence. But what do we learn from our mistakes? I'm relationship columnist Liz Bess. And I'm funny guy Tom Harris. Ghosts of Boyfriends Past will chat to guests about love gone wrong and take you on a journey through the funny, tragic, horrifying... And sometimes just plain bonkers stories about that crazy little thing called love. It's like a group therapy session. With two people completely unqualified to be leading it. New episodes drop fortnightly on Thursday, so join in to hear tales of heartbreak and woe and hopefully wind up a little wiser or drunker for it. That's Not Kind of Productions podcast. Thinking about your next getaway? Rediscover the journey, the adventure of the open road and every stop along the way. Rediscover space and comfort on board in our lounges and private cabins. Enjoy the fresh sea air and relax as you travel safely and in style. Rediscover ferry travel with Stanoline and take a carcation to Britain. Our great value economy fares start from only €117 single car and driver, with flexi-ticket upgrades only €18 more. Whenever you're ready, we can't wait to welcome you on board. Explore your options today at stanaline.ie. Busy day ahead. Why not save time and shop online at supervalue.ie? Order before 12 noon and have your shopping delivered today. Let our expert pickers do the shopping for you and our helpful drivers deliver it when you get home. Download the Supervalue app now or shop online at supervalue.ie.